Boom. What is going on, guys? Guess who we are fucking here with? You're not going to guess. We are here with <laughs> Ben fucking Hartman of Morphogen Nutrition. Hell like, yes. Holy Hell shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of my favorite people and like we don't even hang out. <laughs> For sure. Like You're actually, a bad friend. <laughs> he's everyone crazy something <laughs> crazy is i used to live in dublin ohio okay so i sure. used to live like literally within like the yes, distance of you guys and i had no idea about you guys at all i was with like another supplement company that wasn't a great one but we're not gonna talk about that but like literally i was in that circle <laughs> i could touch it but yeah it took me moving to charleston to find out about you guys. And now I'm like trying to move back to Ohio. That's where all my people are. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, how crazy is that? What the, what gym did you train at when you were here? Oh, my, I don't want to talk about it. I went to the freaking <laughs> Dublin rec center. Cause like, I didn't know, right? Like I went to a little <laughs> rec center. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It was like, it was bad. You guys, it was so bad, but you know what? It's fine. We made it here. That's all that matters. This is in the past. That was five years ago. <laughs> right. Um, so Ben, um, you are an amazing person. Can you just give an introduction of who you are, what you do and why you do it? All right. Who am I? Uh, so my name is Ben Hartman. I'm the CEO of Morphogen Nutrition. Uh, I am husband, father, uh, business owner extraordinaire. That's about the extent of it. Um, my wife and I, Deidre started the company about 11 years ago. I ran it pretty much by myself for the first maybe seven-ish years, seven or eight years. Uh, then we brought on some part-timers. And then two years ago, she quit her full-time job. And now she's CFO extraordinaire of the company. And uh, yeah, so we now we run the show. We have an office and warehouse building. We have our staff. We handle all, you know, all the, all the everything out of there. Sometimes we work from home. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty extensive background in all things exercise, fizz, and nutrition, and uh, you know, supplements and training. And I've done pretty much everything, but in this very narrow, you know, like industry that we have. Uh, right. Formerly, I have an exercise physiology undergraduate degree. I was pre-physical therapy. I have a master's degree in nutrition, uh, specializing in sports nutrition and supplementation was all my research emphasis. Uh, graduated top of my class, studied under one of the earlier uh, creatine researchers. And we did a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've literally done it all. I've managed uh, fitness and wellness programs for universities, for gyms. I've taught exercise physiology courses for universities. I've taught personal training certification courses. Uh, there was a number of years way back in there when I was managing some stuff that I actually had a group exercise certification and had to teach some of that stuff. Uh, I used to be sponsored oh by a pretty big company back in the day uh, before Morphogen. And I used to do, uh, you know, work the Arnold and compete for them and do photo shoots. And I wrote for their website and I wrote for a couple magazines and then I wrote for a pretty big online uh, company in the powerlifting and weightlifting space for a couple of years. So I've pretty much done a lot of all of this kind of stuff, but again, in this very narrow focus. And I've, I've always joked that if there are like a hundred percent of things that you can be great at in life, I'm great at like 3% of those things and everything else I'm fucking terrible. Uh, but that's why I have my wife and she kind of picks up the slack and she's really great at all the other 97%. And she's allowed me to focus so much on what I'm doing that I'm not distracted by, you know, all this other stuff. Well, I'm so happy we didn't try to introduce you because literally way better than what we have ever done. Like, it would have been oh like Ben god. Hartman, the shit. And that would have been it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Love it. Yeah. I have 
a lot of the experience that you are talking about, just like with like university gyms extra, or um, group exercise, like personal training certification courses, stuff like that. So I resonate with a lot of the things that you just said. So I like, like you even more. It's terrible. yeah, that was my whole, my whole world uh, for a number of years. I worked in campus rec. So I, yeah, me too. I came up in campus rec. I did a whole bunch of student supervisory stuff within the fitness and wellness world uh, ended up becoming fitness wellness manager at a, a university rec for six years mm-hmm. at hundreds and hundreds of student employees come through. I was in charge of everything, personal training, yep. fitness and wellness testing, group X, uh, massage, like everything. I was yeah. equipment maintenance. I was in charge of all of that purchasing equipment, training staff. Um, and a big part of my role there was student development and mentorship and mm-hmm. teaching That's- students. Yeah. Isn't that carried over for me so much um, as far as like how I coach and how I do things for uh, Tominek trains? Because I did everything that I literally just quit my job and I was doing all of that uh, so that I could coach full time. Um, so that's crazy. I'm so happy I learned that about you. That makes me happy. Yep. That makes me really happy. Um, so as far as like Morphogy Nutrition, why did you start Morphogy Nutrition um, and what was going on in the supplement industry that made you want to become like this person in like giving, you know, the right things to people? Yeah. So, uh, like I mentioned briefly, uh, I was with another company for like five years and they're a global powerhouse of a company, or at least were at the time. And, you know, we're talking, you know, 15, 16 years ago, and I'm, I've been around for a long time. And back then things were completely different than the way they are now in many respects. And that company had some pretty solid, basic products. And then they started going down the the realm of kind of just like, uh, I'll be honest, like garbage products, like proprietary blended garbage products, marketing, you know, so much marketing hype. And I was pretty actively competing. I competed for a number of years and took it very, very seriously. And I was always very much like, if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be like 100% or nothing. I'm going to optimize everything that I do. And yes, there are people that don't need all of this, but if I could go all the way there and create something that goes all the way there, that just aligned with so much of my personality. Um, And I remember they came out with this one product that is still to this day kind of now their flagship product and their most profitable, profitable product. And it's, it's terrible. And I just was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Uh, why doesn't, you know, I was buying other raw materials and mixing and matching all this different stuff. And I'm like, why doesn't anybody put everything you need in one fucking scoop? And then I eventually learned like, Oh, because they, they can't, right. They can't do what we are doing because they are a distribution model and distribution models. You know, you create a good for, you know, arbitrary numbers, let's say five bucks, sell it to a distributor for 10, sells it to a retailer for 20, sells it to you for 40. Well, everybody's getting a, the standard, you know, 50% average markup on that, but the good only costs like five bucks to produce. And, I, and I'm going, what if I make something that's like so much better than this? Can I sell it to people for the same, you know, 40-ish bucks, 40, 50 buck price range? The margin comes back to us. We're not going to do wild numbers in terms of number of units sold, but we're also not making five bucks a piece either. Um, and I can make something that's better right around the same time all this was happening, things were pretty rocky at my old career. Uh, We had a director come in and he was a tyrant and he did not like my defiant uh, nature. And and I say that kind of jokingly, like I've always been a little bit of a disruptor with everything I've done. I don't just conform and, you know. I feel like all great people are like that. You know, (laughs) I've been like this my whole life, even as a kid. And, uh, And my old boss at that job had a, 
a young daughter. She had just had a brand new baby and, you know, she was working her ass off. I was working my ass off. None of us made good money. There was no way I was ever going to make more money. And her, uh, her daughter one day called the babysitter mom because she was never home and she lost her shit, walked in the very next day and quit on the spot. And I remember asking her, I was like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to pay your bills? Like, what are you going to do? And her husband was a professor at the university. And she goes, well, I'm going to teach part-time at the university. I'm going to just do all the childcare myself. And we're going to net the same amount of money at the end of the day, but I'm only going to have to work 15 hours a week instead of 60. I was like, fuck, that's what I'm going to do. Because why would I make this, you know, terrible salary at this, at this position that I initially loved and grew to hate when I could just work kind of doing that. Um, at the same time, I was doing an extensive amount of online prep coaching and we're talking like pre social media days, uh, where it was all like message boards and forums and that kind of stuff. And I did a ton of that on top of all this other stuff. And I said, you know, I'll do this. And I hate what I'm doing with this supplement company. And I had some contacts, uh, in the industry. So there's a good friend of mine and he, his whole family owns a chain of stores in Denver and Kansas and kind of all over that area. And he wanted to create an in-house supplement brand. And he had me help him formulate the entire first line of that brand. And then he gave me all of his professional contacts and manufacturing and labels and compliance and all this stuff. So I had all these contacts. I had all this knowledge. I was going through all this programming. I had worked for this other company and done the sponsored athlete thing. And I had taught and I was like, I, everything I've done is kind of like going down this path. Right. <laughs> and I came home and I told Deidre, I said, look, I can't do any of this shit anymore. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to start a supplement company. I need all of our money and savings. And eventually I'm going to quit my job and work from home and supplement, you know, your income or however we do this. And that's, and not pay for childcare. And that's what I'm going to do. And she goes, okay, you got Damn. it. Damn. I love that. I love that. And so I, I, uh, I drained our savings down to $10.62 and it was there for a while, like a while, like a couple of years. We were basically fucked if anything happened. Uh, we took a major gamble. We bought the first run of, of one flavor of one product. We bought Alphagen. That was the flagship. And I said, you know, if I can sell this off in six months, you know, or even half of it will break even. And then I have, you know, a couple of years worth of my own pre-workout to use. And we sold it lightning fast, just talking to people and uh, a little bit online. And then the online thing picked up and then, then we eventually bought another flavor and then it picked up again. And then we eventually bought another product and it just kind of has, you know, just over the course of 10, 11 years, just kind of done like that. So. Damn, that's nuts. That's amazing. That is incredible. Wow. I'm speechless. I am too. I mean, after all of that, I mean, Weird. I kind of would have like, I want a more of a sneak peek inside like your brain when it comes to like, how do you like a supplement idea to create actually creating like, like how does like a brain child get birthed into like a physical yeah. manifestation of what you're yeah. thinking of? So I, uh, you know, I have all this like extensive science background and management background, but as a child, I was kind of like an art savant. Uh, I did, I was like, always like, you know, voted most artistic and all this stuff. I did all the commissioned art stuff, all the t-shirts, all the designs and all the shit. I did everything. And uh, everybody thought I was going to go into some art field, graphic design or something. And that field had just started to take on sort of this like digital front that we now know to be the, the norm everywhere. And I did not want to do that at all. Uh, I was obsessed with 
bodybuilding at the time. Uh, I, I vividly remember the very first time I lifted weights freshman year gym class. I remember the first time I ever saw Flex magazine on it with Ronnie Coleman on the cover. Um, you know, and I just, you know, even as a teenager, just poured so much into learning about nutrition and supplements and training. And I, I was a fucking nutcase about it. Uh, and so ended up going into college. I was like, this is, I'm going to go down this path. And everything that I've ever done in this narrow path that I, you know, have been on, I've always given a hundred percent, but I've always been like one of the best or the best. I've always been at the top of all that, but I completely neglected all this other stuff. I did very poor at these non-core classes. I, for a, a long time, I was very, very bad at money management and paying bills and doing things. And I kind of let Deidre like take care of me a little bit while I was just fucking killing it over here for so long. Um, but, you know, we realized that me going down that path and having all those skill sets and then her coming from an accounting and finance and marketing background, I'm like, we might actually be able to run a business together. This might actually be, be the thing that we should do. Mm. Yeah, That's like hella synergistic there. Yeah. yeah. So in, terms of, in terms of product creation, uh, because I have this sort of unique ability to be very scientific and methodical and also very artistic and uh, sort of this like conceptual mindset, I view it kind of like uh, solving a, a puzzle or a problem, if you will. Imagine like a three-dimensional puzzle where it's like you want to do one thing, but how does it fit into the grand scope of the company as a whole? And how does it fit into the industry as a whole? And how does each ingredient fit into this product as a whole? And I look at, you know, what's been done. I look at uh, what I think should be done. And then I just start asking questions to the manufacturers and putting formulas together and getting quotes. Uh, that whole process, uh, I've gotten substantially better at over the years, but we go into it not knowing the cost of raw materials for a lot of these things. So I could put a formula together and be like, okay, how much does this cost to make? No idea, like shooting blind completely. And then from there, you refine the process. You either beef it up or skim it back down or however you want to do it. And then you, uh, and then we basically go into the sampling and testing phase and we make sure that it's doing what we want it to do. And we make sure that it tastes right or that, the, you know, it fits in the right number of capsules or all these things. Once we finalize everything, we have everything designed, we have it uh, put onto a label, you know, we basically build our labels. The label company is a compliant label company. So they work with the manufacturers to make sure that everything fits into uh, what's called the GMP or the good manufacturing practices compliancy. That's kind of a, an FDA audit that is done with all the, it's basically the manufacturing companies that are doing things right, that they, they all have to be GMP certified. And so the labels have to match what the, the spec sheet from the company is. And then that has to go to the manufacturer and then they have to have them before they make the product. And then it's all made and then they test it for X, Y, Z. And then we test it for X, Y, Z. And then it's, it's this whole process. So from start to finish, I mean, we're looking at like, if I were to create one product months, six months, probably. Um, and thankfully over the years, you know, we, as we grew, I was able to kind of work on a couple at a time. The, the rebrand that we're pretty much done with now or almost done with, we, uh, that was an extensive undertaking because we were essentially doing that, but with every single product all at the same time. Mm. Um, how long, how long have you been like working on that? Uh, it's a, been about a year. So we, we anticipated it taking about a year total in terms of turnover of old product into new stuff and solving what would eventually become as this, as this major supply chain and economic sort of crisis that we're facing. If I would have known a year ago that things would be like they are now with inflation and the cost of goods and the delays in getting shit to us, 
I probably would have made some different decisions. Um, well, I hope creatine guy listens to that and knowing that like it goes, it's a lot more than just like buy a, an ingredient and package it. Oh God. I, I love that. <laughs> not only that were other people asking who creatine guy is and other people not know, but then creatine guy message said, that wasn't me. I'm creatine guy. <laughs> <laughs> Like I've He's like a meme at this point. He's a morpho meme. Than jumping back on here to let me know that you're creating. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. So as far as the rebrand goes, like why? What constitutes your justification for the rebrand, and why you did that? Yeah, so it's a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. too much work. Um, I felt for the last couple years that you know every. Typically in the industry, you're looking at every three to five years, companies will rebrand in some capacity or spruce things up. Um, I don't like doing things just because, but I like doing things when they feel right to me. And I'm a very intuitive person. And anytime that I believe strongly in something and that I run the idea by our team and they make sure that I'm not you know, doing anything stupid, then we know that it's a go and it's a good decision. If I ever try to follow what, what is supposed to be done with anybody. Every time I've ever made that sort of decision, it's been a a terrible decision. Um, So I just felt for the longest time that we needed to become the company that we are going to be and not remain the company that we are. And that goes for the forward facing effect of the, what the product looks like. It goes for, for uh, tweaking formulas. You know, some of those formulas existed for several years. We have new ingredients to play with. Um, part of that, the whole, again, the three-dimensional puzzle of creating this stuff is you also have to look at the changing costs and raw materials. You have to look at how much can fit into a serving size. You have to look at what are the consumers willing to pay for goods and all of these things factor into, it's kind of like a, a perfect mesh between science and art where it's like the science is, is the easy part, the, the figuring it all out and making it doable in a way that cohesively works for the brand and for consumers all at the same time is the art piece. Uh, and we kind of tackled that one at a time. Um, I'm thrilled with how it, you know, the look came out. I'm thrilled with our new formulas. Uh, again, if I have, if I had known that some of these ingredients would skyrocket in price or disappear from the industry, or that there'd be plastics shortages for certain kinds of tubs, I don't know if I would have done the rebrand just yet. I probably would have waited a little bit. Yeah. What are sure. some? Of, what are some of the ingredients that you're like having trouble? Uh, kind of getting into now versus before? I mean, so like, you know, you guys talked about the creatine. So like creatine is available, but the cost of raw material creatine went up basically triple on our end. So our old tub, we sold 90 servings for the $28 commodity price point with free shipping built in. We weren't making great money on that, but it was a very competitive price for a, a standard product. We can't even make that product for what, what we would have brought in from selling. So like, you know, that 90 serving tub would probably cost with labels, with all this other stuff, like in the high twenties to make, I'm like, so I can't even make it for what I need to sell it for to do anything. Mm -hmm. Problems like that have been an issue where, you know, it's like, okay, we can pivot from that. We can either charge more, make a reduced serving size, or we can do all these things, but how's the consumer going to react to us, you know, scamming people like creatine guy said. Um, there's, let me see Deidre walking there, wherever she's like. Um, amino acid products in general have skyrocketed in price. The cost of proteins have gone up tremendously. Um, you know, we had a, a few rebranded products that we released it. Huge reception on the product. 
And then we went to order the second batch and one of the primary ingredients like skyrocketed in price and our manufacturer goes, hey, sorry, that's an extra $5 a unit to produce. And I'm like, oh my God, there goes our margin. Like there goes a large amount of our profit on that product. Mm-hmm. I and- love how you're so transparent about these things, yep. especially on social media, like not even just here, but on social media, you're like, hey, this is what's going on. Um, and so like it, it gives kind of like a realistic idea of what goes into your efforts as a CEO for a company like this. Yeah. One thing that I've, I've always tried to do is I I said from day one, when we do this is that outside of having a tangible good, that is better that we give to people and they receive tangible benefits. They can tell that it's better than something else. You can always look at a label and, and look at that and try it. But I always said that if I can just explain to people why I made the decisions that I made, why I created this formula, why I put those ingredients in there, you know, why is this price? If I can just explain to people my thought process, some people who have, you know, more logical, analytical sort of mindsets are going to get it. They're just going to get it void of this emotional sort of fuckery that goes on with traditional marketing and advertising. And that's a very, you know, powerful tool when used appropriately, but so many people, you know, make a irrational, emotionally based decisions for all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I always believe like, if I can just talk to people, some of these people are going to think like I do, and they're just going to get it. And what they're going to do is then once they get it, they're not going to be swayed by some bullshit over here. And then they're going to start to tell a ton of people. And out of the people that they know, a few of them are going to get it. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just basically in my eyes, like respect, like I respect what you do and how you do it. Um, and so I'll always want to be a part of Morphogen Nutrition because of that, because of the transparency, because you allow for people to make that decision themselves. Like yeah, if you want to yeah. go be emotional, you can go be emotional. You can go have a pity party, or you can understand and see why yeah. I'm doing this and understand <laughs> that it's, it's for you. It's, it's not for me. Um, so that's awesome. As, as far as like, let's say like somebody comes on and they're like, I I'm brand new to the supplement thing. Like, how do I find what a good supplement company is offer? Like, what do they offer in your opinion? So when looking at, you know, somebody walks into a store, they walk on, you know, get on a website. How do you know that this is legit? Um, one of the first things is that CGMP, basically the GMP certification, uh, is this product produced in a quality facility? That's probably number one, number one, um, if it seems too good to be true in terms of price or ingredient profile, or it looks kind of cheaply made, if the label looks kind of like hand applied, cheaply made, I would personally stay away from something like that. You tend to get a lot more of that at mom and pop shops and independent brick and mortar stores. You don't get that at big chain gyms typically. Uh, at least the big chain gym ones, outside of having a product that may or may not work, um, they're, they're clean products. There's not tainted shit they're made in good facilities they're tested gnc and vitamin shop are not going to allow something on their shelf that has bullshit in it that's not on the label or that doesn't meet label claim they're not going to do that um you know longevity of a company is important if there's a brand new pop-up company and, and they're getting a lot of buzz i would i would be cautious about immediately jumping into saying wow this company is very new and exciting and they're doing something great and like maybe they are and there are companies doing that but maybe they aren't, and maybe they're going to be gone in a year. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and, and the ability to find information. I, I absolutely can't stand when I go to another company's website and I can't find the supplement facts panel. Yep. Or a list of ingredients or an explanation to the ingredients. Like, where is this information? Does it even exist? And if it does exist, is it teeny tiny on a little teeny like button that nobody can find? And it's there. But like, I want it like right fucking there. Yes. What are the ingredients? They're right fucking there. And I want to read them and I want to know why these doses are in here. That's what I want. And so that's what I did when I built the company. I said, if I'm buying from me, what do I want? I want that. And so that's what I did. So, I mean, for me, if I were for new people, seeking guidance from credible people, coaches uh, is going to be important so that they don't just buy random shit. Having having a company that has a lot of information on their site, and then also having the ability to contact that company and ask questions, submit mm-hmm. an email box, call the office, you know, send a DM on on Instagram or whatever, and try to get an answer to these sorts of things from people. Um, we get a lot of that, and I talk to a lot of people, and I'm like, my first mission is to not upsell you on five products. I need to know first, like pending your budget. I would start with this one thing or maybe these two things. And then if you have more and depending on your goals and depending on where things go, then you can sort of mix and match and add as you go. But if you're looking at like the most basic level of stuff, here are one or two things that you can benefit from. And I've always really believed that if we have enough stuff that, that fills all these, uh, you know, different supplement categories that we can fulfill the needs of pretty much everybody to get two products a month, maybe not the same two every month, but two products a month that, will be kind of like the foundation of everything that they need to do for them. And then if they decide they have the budget or prioritize things or, you know, they're getting into more serious training or a transformation or, you know, some sort of health scare or something, then they can add something over here to that. And they have kind of like their own little custom mix of shit. Yeah. When you first started Morphogen, did you have a target audience that you were like kind of trying to hone in on or were you just trying to help people? No, uh, I've always said that I am selling to me. Mm-hmm. And if people don't get it, and, I, and, I, and I, I've said that kind of thing a lot, if people just don't get it, then like, uh, I don't, I don't care. Uh, I've had, I've had people make a lot of threats, make a lot of demands. I've had other people tell me like, you know, you need to do this for this population and this for this population and this and this and this. I'm like, those are not necessarily my people. Um, they might become my people and they might encompass some of that and still be sort of what they are over here. But like, I'm not going to make a cheap line of product for people that can't afford supplements like college kids. It's not my brand. That's not what I'm going to do. I don't believe in that. Um, even if I wanted to do that, there are 10,000 companies doing that. I could not do it better than they're doing it. Cause it's all basic shit. Um, I can't market better than them. I can't be cooler than them with cool designs and cool t-shirts and cool affiliates and all this. I can't, I cannot do that. Um, Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. And that's not who I want, you know, our customers to be or a brand to be. And there's certainly some interplay there. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, but I don't worry about that all that much. Good. Sure. Yeah. So since you were like selling to yourself, what is your favorite Morphogen product that you formulated and why? My, my own singular favorite. Um, if we're talking about <clears throat> kind of, I mean, there are things that, that I favor now to take. There are things that I favored in terms of what they represented for the company. Uh, I would say that kind of my overall, if I had to pick one, it would probably be more for Prime. And the reason I picked Prime, and I've told this story on a, on a few podcasts here and there, is that I made Prime for my dad. So we have a family history of heart disease on both sides of the family. My dad's dad died when I was two. 
and I'm the oldest of all of my siblings. And so none of us got to know him and basically really unfavorable lipid panels and blood work and high blood sugar and all this stuff runs rampant in my family. And I was trying to get my dad, you know, he was trying to take some supplements and do all this health stuff. And I was trying to have him take all the shit. And he goes, I'm not, I can't follow that. I can't take 10 different products. And I don't know how many pills with this one and this one. And it doesn't line up. And I, the thing went off. I go, why doesn't anybody just make everything you need in one, in one scoop, in one serving? It's the same idea that I had years prior when I started the company. And so I said, okay, I'm going to do prime. At the time, the only major like organ health and blood work sort of supporting products on the market were sort of these underdosed, like powdered little small tubs. And you take a teeny little scoop of this, like these herbs and shit. And nobody was doing it the way that I was doing it with like a, a ton of capsules and like big doses of these big ingredients. And so I was like, I'm going to make this for my dad and for me and for my brother. And hopefully people catch on. And that it, prime is, I think our third top selling ingredient. I mean, it has been for quite a long time, uh, especially in the fitness community and the bodybuilding community for not just the, the immediate health effects, especially for competitors, especially for people that are, you know, on gear or, or any of these things. But the, the tangible results that people get from taking it, not just in their blood work, but in how they feel and how their skin looks, how uh, you know, they operate and all the you know, inflammation is down and bloating is down and all of these things. So that product, uh, because of the reason that I made it, I think is probably my favorite. Yeah, I can't live without more for Prime. Just want to say it's made for living. So, <laughs> <laughs> so do you take uh, all of your products on your line or do you have certain ones yeah. that you take or? Uh, I take pretty much everything. Now, I don't necessarily take everything all every single day. Uh, you know, like I don't use Morpheline all the time. I use mm -hmm. it in spurts. Um, same thing with Thermogen. It kind of just depends on what my goals are, what I'm doing. I typically, um, you know, obviously I'm not taking Dighty or Chase Berry or any of that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> it takes uh, all of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I mean, basically I take pretty much everything. Uh, I've posted my pill case here and there on social media and mm -hmm. it's pretty hilarious. Uh, I'm good about 85% of the time of actually remembering to take them. And so I'm like, if I'm getting 85% of 150 pills a day, I'm doing, I'm doing okay for myself health-wise. I, I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. I <laughs> most of the time I have a pretty standard day of uh, you know, I have coffee with adaptogen, I have a fuck ton of pills, I have a couple of protein shakes throughout the day. Those, you know, depending on what I want to, you know, what flavor, what texture I want. I have all the pre-workout, inter-workout stuff. Uh, you know, I take the sleep aid stuff as part, you know, part of my nighttime routine. Um you know, I have my nutrogen, orthogen, nephrogen mix that I throw together once a day. I'm, I'm pretty much doing everything. Yeah. See, that's, you know. that's awesome. So like, I'm hearing a little bit about like your routine and what you do currently for your health. Um, so like, can you give us like how often you train? Like, what are your, what are your goals in terms of your own body? If you have any, um, or are your goals mainly just to continue to, you know, expand your company, uh, grow, grow your family, stuff like that. Yeah. So my, my primary goal right now in life is to protect my family. And that's kind of this like overreaching sort of theme that I've, I've been feeling a lot, uh, as I've gotten older, you know, the kids have gotten older, I'll be 40 next month. Um, and it's sort of this overall vibe of protect my family. And part of that is protecting myself because if I'm not here, I can't protect my family. So I've taken a lot more health precautions. I do an extensive amount of blood work. Um, 
a lot. I do a lot of different blood work. I love, I'm also a scientist, you know, I love playing with stuff. Uh, you know, I'll do a big expanded fasted blood work kit, you know, through my physician with, you know, 50 tests on there. And then I'll go home and take all my supplements and eat food. And then I'll do like an in-home kit to test my testosterone or my lipids or something five hours later. Cause I just want to know, I want to know if I take my supplements and then an hour later, I draw my blood. What's the difference between these two readings. And so I posted a few videos on social media of me, like drawing blood out of my own arm and, you know, sending it off to these labs and stuff. Uh, I take my health very, very seriously because of all that stuff, but also because I'm still human. I still love junk food and candy. Now I'm a sweets guy and I'm unfortunately a middle of the night eater. And I, you know, 50% of the time, if I'm up in the middle of the night and I'm up, up, like I'm going to go eat something and it's not going to be good. Uh, training wise, I, I typically train about three days a week right now. And I'm not too hard on myself if I miss one, whether I'm just exhausted or something needs done at work and it's just not a priority or if we're traveling and I miss a Friday or whatever it is. Um, my workouts these days are pretty much just upper lower and I just rotate through them. I do one, usually one exercise per body part. Uh, I ramp up over several, several, you know, non-working sets. And then I typically will do very few, very hard sets of those exercises. I found that as I've gotten older, uh, my ability to maintain intensity on lifting has been remained pretty high, but I can't handle the volume that I used to from, uh, just from a central fatigue standpoint. Uh, yeah, my joints get achy and I get tendonitis and things, but I also, uh, I have an immense amount of stress. I don't sleep the best. I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot of responsibility. The last thing I need to do is a brutal two hour, 20 or 30 set training for something when I just, that's just not a priority. So, uh, you know, and I, and I, you know, I spent 25 years over 25 years building, building it. It's not going anywhere. I can train once I can train once a week and probably still get bigger if I trained hard enough in that one session. So, um, yeah, I try to take walks periodically outside. You know, I do, sometimes I'll do the treadmill in our house. Sometimes I do the bike in our office. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, nothing is at a hundred percent like it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I really I gravitate to what you said about you taking your health very seriously. Um, that's something that obviously is very near and dear to my heart because my family is not really the healthiest, which is why I gravitate toward you and Morphogen. Um, interesting enough when things started to kind of like shit the fan with like Ovid and everything like that, you know, obviously budget came up with me and my husband. And I was like, listen, like, it is important to me that I continue to invest in this company because an investment in this company, meaning Morphogen is an investment in my health and your health. Cause obviously he uses supplements um, from you guys as well. And I was like, listen, we need to create room in our budget to do this. And we had a very serious conversation. There are products that like, I like to use that I don't need to use, but I was like my health supplements, I won't compromise on. And so we created a budget. I have a monthly budget. I buy all of our shit. And then it, you know, is delivered within like, you know, two to three days and times a week at the postal services, you know, kind of like dragging their feet, but really all that to say this, no like <laughs> yeah. all that to say this, like, obviously like people believe in you and believe in this company. And I know things are tough, but like, you have such great people surrounding you. And I just want you to know that. Yeah, that means a lot. Um, you touch on something important and that's, you know, supporting companies that you believe in and that you want to see do well because they then turn around and they help you by existing. Uh, you know, I had a question the other day from somebody on one of those things and, and talking about proteins and his message was kind of all over the place. 
I basically in the response was like, you know, I, don't, I, was, like, I, was, like, I was like, basically like, you know, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like support a company that you believe in more than anything. Uh, if you want to support a company and then you have no idea who the owners are and you don't know where your money's going, I, that's fine, I guess. Like if you want to support somebody like us that you know where it's going and you know that we're going to turn around and try to create more, uh, you know, benefit, tangible benefits for the consumer, then, you know, support us. Um, especially, you know, during, during lockdowns and stuff two years ago, that was the, the kind of the case with gyms and everybody was canceling gym memberships to save 50 bucks a month or whatever. And I'm like, don't, don't cancel my gym membership. Keep it because I want you to be in business in six months. If this lifts, like, I don't want you to go out of business. I want my, you know, I'll you know, pay it. That's fine. And it's kind of that same mindset of like, especially when, when things do get tough, prioritizing what you need to do. And I, again, I've always said everybody can use two products, can justify two products in their budget. And yes, the prices went up, you know, a few bucks over the, a year ago. If you cannot afford an extra 10 or 20 bucks a month to invest in yourself, you have some soul searching to do with what your priorities are in life. I mean, people blow that on a fucking Chipotle burrito <laughs> once a month. Yes. absolutely and 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 i'm fine with those things i do those things too but like don't don't be upset that you know or a company is selling their creatine for five dollars cheaper than ours like then go buy from them save your five fucking dollars i don't care i literally don't care if you cannot understand why we are doing what we're doing and understand that i'm trying to run a, a company without being a shady dickhead you know and it's like i'm trying to do things that are the right things you know as cheesy as that sounds and i've been saying this for fucking 11 years like to just do the right fucking thing but i have a family to take care of i have bills to pay i'm not making a million dollars a year and you know going on these european vacations and and all this shit like i have fucking kids to pay for and my my wife works for the company now too so we don't even have her old careers a fallback they had retirement and benefits and all this stuff i mean we pay a fortune out of pocket in healthcare because we don't have her old healthcare from her old company. I mean, what we just what we pay for healthcare between the, our family alone is like somebody else's salary mm. at their job. Like, so if, if you want to save five bucks a month, that's fine. I don't want your support. You go over there right. because you're also the person that complains the most. And you're also the person that demands the most and asks for discounts and asks me to change the shipping and all this bullshit. Take your nonsense and go somewhere else. I don't have the patience or the time for that. I have better quality people to serve over here. Mm-hmm. Priority. I've never been so happy to support uh, a company. Like I've yep. never been like, just like, yep, the prices went up. Well, it makes sense. doesn't matter what it is. Like, yeah, we've avoided like... it for so long, you know, the shipping, <laughs> we avoided it for so long. And when we really took a deep dive into all the inner workings of all this stuff and the way that things are changing for us on the back end with costs and just all this shit. I was like, we're fucked. Like we're fucked if we don't do this one thing. And I hope everybody is okay with it. And overwhelmingly that it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's fucking great. I should have done that two years sooner. I could have saved a lot of money, uh, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah, definitely. People don't understand up until Two, month, two months ago, three months ago, we were spending almost 10% of our gross revenue on shipping and handling mm. for 10 years. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money. That's a, yeah. a lot of money. Over 10 years, that's a lot of money. I mean, 
It could have, yes. it could have, it could have paid for this house a lot of money and right. we don't have that because we were giving it to the consumers. Mm-hmm. The fact that people have been well received to these kind of changes really makes me very, very, uh, not just, you know, happy and, and give me the sense of fulfillment that what I'm doing is the right thing, but also, uh, the whole protect my family mindset. I, I'm like, okay, my family's going to be safe. My kids aren't going to have to move out of this house if something takes a shit. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna For be sure. Able- You've created a very, very loyal, uh, loyal support base um, by just doing the right thing, yeah. by, by giving to the consumer. Um, and now when you have to kind of be like, okay, this is what we need to do to keep moving forward. Even if everybody doesn't like it, those people that are very loyal to you are like, no question, of course. Yeah. Like, but, and then the people that don't like it, like that's such a small percentage of the overall mm-hmm. scope of things. They scream the loudest and they make the most idiotic posts on social media and they leave the dumbest reviews. But these are not the people that are paying any of our bills, keeping the company alive. So like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And, and so many people are like, you know, just ignore them. Don't even say anything. I go, I'm going to respond. Mm-hmm. Because not only do I have a chance at possibly opening this person's mind up a little bit, mm-hmm. not just how we do things, but just life in general, like, hey, use your brain, critically think, and don't be such a selfish piece of shit all the time. That'll benefit you and all sorts of things. But also to put that message out there for anybody that might have these sort of like thoughts in the back of their head about why, why did this thing happen. This thing doesn't make any sense. And if I can put that information out there in, in the way of this dialogue that I have with somebody, then it's, it, it feels like, uh, like more correct information. You know, it's, it's just a conversation. It's not like I'm sending a marketing piece out about why we did the thing and we're still doing those things, but it's, it's a, just a very real, like, look, dude, I'm a fucking dude. I have responsibilities. I have shit to do. And here's why we did the things that we did and either like it or don't. And honestly, like you're still getting a deal. So like, if you cannot logically understand all of that, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm the fucking dude. <laughs> I love that. So what's next for you and Morphogen Nutrition? Um, do you have anything coming up that's like overwhelmingly different or just with the rebrand and things like that? Uh, nothing overwhelming. We do have a few still products that are just like taking fucking forever to do. Uh, the new brain, the new pump are going to be coming in the next month-ish, ish, we'll say ish, um, ish. formulas I'm very excited about. Um, you know, we, we have some really solid partnerships with uh, these dope ingredient companies that sell these really incredible ingredients that are hard to source and not everybody gets the licensures to use these ingredients. Um, they're very expensive, but, you know, we, we, we do really well managing those relationships and providing a benefit with both companies. Those are very exciting to me. We have our uh, electrolyte product coming out at some point, probably, honestly, probably not till the end of the year, if I had to guess. Um, that's actually what I'm drinking right here. I was just about to ask, are you drinking that? <laughs> of course I am, uh, CEO stash. Uh, yeah, uh, those are kind of the next big things. We have uh, apparel coming out here in the next month or so. Um, nothing you know, we're not a clothing company, but we have some, some dope stuff coming out here in the next month. And then as a company, honestly, my biggest priorities for the next six to 12 months are to recession proof the company. Uh, you know, we are in a recession, despite the fact that the government likes to change the definition of what a recession is. We are in one. Uh, I have it on very good faith, uh, talking to some very, very influential, powerful, wealthy people that, uh, things are going to get substantially worse 
for the next several several years before they could possibly get better. And that's a natural cycle of how society works and how, I mean, every great society goes through these, these 100 year cycles, these 250 year cycles where things just kind of like reset. It happens all the time and we are, we're long overdue. And so if things suck for the next five years or eight years, once we get through that, and by we, I mean every, everybody, once society as a whole gets through that, things are going to be substantially better once we get through it and all these problems that we currently have get fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to suck. And so my, the, my big priority is recession-proofing the company. We're going we're gonna to tweak some products. We're going to change um, maybe the total number of you know, flavors of certain products might come down. We might uh, change the number of servings in a couple of products to make sure that we can still produce them and sell them for a, a reasonable fee. You know, um, a couple new commodity products that I might do. Uh, Cognigen is another one. It's going to be a kind of like a, a mix between a pre-workout and a, and a brain boosting sort of gig, you know, powder drink. So something you would drink, you know, once a day or twice a day four days a week, five days a week for like that midday bump or that early morning bump and, you know, cognitive enhancement. Um, that's something that I think will be probably like early, early 2023. Um, and then I guess we'll just see from there. Awesome. Sounds very perfect. cool. Awesome. Uh, the other thing, the other thing we're going to do, um, so we have a, a, the small gym at HQ and we slowly amassed that equipment over the course of a couple of years. We had some of it in different spots and it came together in a pretty dope, like little gym that if we were to have done that all at once, it would have been a substantial undertaking and investment, but you know, because we did it slowly over time, uh, but we're going to probably look to bringing some um, contracted trainers in there who want to, you know, really align with the way that we like to do things. We're also going to be potentially doing some open house, open gym sort of things um, a few times a quarter. Um, if anybody's in town for Lost Lands in two weeks, we might do one or two the week of Lost Lands for the people that are traveling and try to piggyback on some other events and stuff. So those, we'll put all that information out once we have that finalized, but those will be cool. We've never done anything of like that to any real degree. So um, that's awesome. Invite me. I'll go. <laughs> open invite. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I, well, just told, I just told everybody in your thing, but you specifically are not invited. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still showing up. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Ben. That's all I have. Ashley, do you have anything else? Yeah. I mean, is there anything that you want to plug Ben while you're on here? Like your Instagram? Oh, I, I hate plugging shit. No. Uh, yeah. My, uh, what is my Instagram is morphogen underscore Ben. Uh, the company's morphogen underscore nutrition. Um, funny thing on the Instagram. So I used to have morphogen Ben, no underscores. And about a year and a half ago, it just locked me out. And I tried, Later. I tried everything, everything. I even spent money trying to get that account back and it just, and it exists and I cannot log in and it sucks because I had a, a pretty good following on there, substantially larger than what I have now on my new personal account. And I was using that for years as a primary means of just talking to people. Uh, even before we had the Morphogen page, I was using mine and I was talking to people all day long. DMs all day, retagging all day, answering every, I did it all of it. I answered every fucking question around the clock for years. And then one day I just stopped with no ability to tell any of those people why or what happened. Mm. Uh, and it very, very, very frustrating. And what's actually funny about that is after a few months we had, I mean, probably like a dozen or maybe upwards of 20 customers somehow find a way to either like call the office or 
you know, message Deidre on Instagram or, you know, something. And they're like, we just wanted to check on Ben. <laughs> he disappeared from social media. Is he okay? Very concerned. Yeah. Well, like, that account yeah. was, that account is legendary. Yeah. Like I still follow yeah. it. Like, yep. you know, uh, I've lost a hundred followers in the last year, year and a half that it's been down. <laughs> yeah. I'm not unfollowing. You know, whatever okay. it is. Nope. I still have hope that someday I can maybe get that one back. At the very least, all the content is still there. All the pictures of my kids and shit are all still on there. It's just, mm-hmm. man, what the fuck of a situation. So, yeah, Morph- <laughs> underscore Ben. Uh, websites, mntakeover.com or morphogennutrition.com. Uh, the funny, with morphogen, so morpho and gen means create change. Uh, a morphogen is a signaling compound that sells, tells cells to undergo a specific reaction. It's a change catalyst. And I'm like, that's exactly who we are. But... Morphogennutrition.com is horrific to type in. Try having your email be ben at morphogennutrition.com. <laughs> Spell that out every time you give your email to a hotel or to anybody that needs your email. I'm like, that I should have came up with something else. <laughs> at least <laughs> <an email> better. <laughs> well, we love it. Um, That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for coming on and taking the time to do this with us. I really enjoyed this conversation and learning a little bit more about you, but more in-depth personal things about you and where you're going with the company. Um, and we love Morphogen. So yes, uh, yes, we, we plug you all day long with our athletes, all of those things. So yeah. I, I love the support. You know, I, I try to get on there as much as I can. I'm going to try to get on there more. And, and when I tell people like, thank you for joining the takeover, like that that comes from here. You know, that's a very real thing. It's not just this bullshit, you know, marketing thing. Every time I get on there, it's never a planned thing. And it's just a me talking to, talking to my people, talking to people that get it. And thank you for being some of those people that just get it. Of course. All right. Of Thanks course. everyone. Well, thank you so much. <clears throat> Peace.